Hey friends, Casey here with the Springs and Roots podcast. Linde and I are so honored that you take a few minutes of your time each week to join us in conversation about life and faith. We are so excited for what the Lord has done in our lives and through this podcast this last season. And you are a huge part of that. So thank you so very much. Today's podcast is one of my favorite episodes yet. Linde and I were having really great conversation based on a talk that she had recently given at her church, and we just decided to hit record. We hope that you will enjoy the conversation as much as we did. So without further ado, here we go. we hit record and I needed to hear this. And I just realized if I needed to hear this and you even said you needed to hear it, then we're not the only ones. So we should have hit record a while ago, but it's good. It's good. It's important. It is. What the Lord's been really impressing upon me lately is just as a woman who I have my hand in a lot of pots, but here's the thing. I'm not the only one. Everybody yeah. does. Oh my you know? goodness. Yeah. Everybody does. I liked it. Casey, actually, you know, you were sharing with me earlier, like you're trying to not say you're busy. Your life is full, which yeah. is good because yeah. I think having a full life, it means that, you know, we have healthy boundaries and you and I are all about healthy boundaries. And, but even in a full life, you can feel overwhelmed yeah. and you kind of feel like, how do I fulfill all the roles that I have? You know, that's what I was talking about last night. Like I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a friend, I'm a co-host on a podcast. You yeah. know, I, I have other jobs and other things that I'm doing. How can I manage those things and be successful at them? And that was kind of the revelation that the Lord's been settling my heart on yeah. is the way to fulfilling everything that he's called me to do in this life is by fulfilling the one role of loving him, yeah. of being a lover of God. I love that mm-hmm. because I think that we, we talk about relationship with God, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but this is, I think more than that. Yeah. You talked about intimacy mm-hmm. and that um, intimacy can also be said as into me, you see. Yes. And the idea of intimacy is the idea of oneness. And mm-hmm. I loved you gave the picture of he is the head and we are the body. We are joined together. That That's is right. one. That is one. And so really we have all these roles. We have this full, crazy, hectic lives yeah. that are sometimes out of our control and sometimes because of our own, yeah, making. <laughs> you know, making, but regardless of what they may look like, if we can put things in the proper place, yes. First things first, lover of God. Yeah. And that really all else flows from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what the idea kind of that the Lord was giving me. Okay. So I have all these roles in my life yeah, and I want to be successful. And God says, Linda, the answer to being successful is, is loving me. And so I looked up the Hebrew word for success, you know, got to get into our words, Casey. Uh (laughs) Um, and it's Sakal S A K A L. Okay. But it means to have understanding. We can have, God will give us understanding. He'll give us success. So success isn't checking off all the boxes, perfection. It's understanding. Yeah, it's understanding in my role as a wife, understanding in my role as a friend, as an entrepreneur, as a co-host, you know, whatever. It's like the Lord will give us understanding, but that kind of flows from our love relationship with Him. And I think the other point that we should make, and you have said this before in another podcast, but I think it's a good point to reiterate that we don't have to understand to obey. No, we don't. 
we think we do a lot of time. In line with this idea of understanding and success, a lot of times the understanding comes through the act of obeying. That's right. Yeah, it comes almost, it's the byproduct of it. It's afterwards. Yeah. God's like, walk a walk of faith. And then, yeah, understanding usually comes after we've taken that step of faith and obedience. I can just hear my parenting self say, trust me, just do what I say. I try really hard not to say because I said so. I I try really hard to give them age-appropriate understanding, explanation. explanation. But a lot of times you do just have to be like, can you just trust me right now? Can you just do what I say right now, please? And that's what God would say to us. Like, just trust me when I say loving me is the most important thing, most important role being a lover of God. It's through your love relationship with me that everything else will come into alignment in your life. You know, we can say, that's crazy, God. How how do I focus on loving you and I'm going to know how to be successful in my career? How do I focus on loving you and I'm going to, my finances are going to come into order. But that's where God's saying, trust me. Trust me. I got it. I made you. I made you for loving me. If you'll love me first, everything else will come into order. So I'm seeing these connections, these words. I wish I had a whiteboard. I wish Mm -hmm. I could draw a whiteboard (laughs) out for you guys right now. So if you're taking notes, take notes. But I'm seeing this connection of... Obeying, which by the way, I looked up the word obey. I took Psalm 119 and looked up the word obey, and it actually means to keep, mm-hmm. to guard, to protect. So it's not subservient, right? It's ownership. It's ownership. Okay. Yeah. So that's important. But I see this word obey, and then I see the word understanding, and then growth. Mm. Like it's this pattern of yeah. as we obey, as we keep as we follow, right, then we walk in understanding, we come into understanding, and then there's growth that flows from that. And all of this is under the banner of love. love. Yeah. Yeah. So just remember, you know, when they asked Jesus, what is the highest commandment? What is the most important commandment? He said, love the Lord, your God. Yeah. All of your heart, all of your your mind, all of your soul, all of your strength, different verses say it differently, but that is our highest call is love. Yes. And so how much time do we spend saying, God, fill me with your love? Mm. Right. And so that is actually something that the Lord showed me years ago. He just kind of highlighted to me like, okay, Linda, I am love. And so if I am love, I define love. I'm the author of love. I'm the originator of love. I possess love. But I think <laughs> a lot of us really like God. You know, we, we like him and, and we have our, because human, I, this is maybe a little more complicated than we want to go. But to me, it's like, we really don't have love in ourselves because there is no love apart from the originator, the yeah. owner, the possessor, the definer of love, which is God. And so, yes, when we get saved, we get saved because he has shown us his love that his son died for our sins. And so we all come to him because of that reality or that realization, like God loves me. He gave his life for me. And so it was his love that first drew us into relationship with him. It's a practice that I started a few years ago when the Lord started really, you know, showing me this. And so I do like pretty often I say, God, fill me with your love. Because to be a lover of God, we have to love him. But if true love only comes from him, then we have to be filled with his love to give it back to him, which is what the scripture says that we can only love him because he first loved us. And I think it's a valid point for all the people in our lives. I think most of the time, especially as moms Mm -hmm. who are wife, mother, friend, daughter, sister, 
entrepreneur. On and on. We we have all these roles. I think probably on most days we're just operating on like. Yeah. <laughs> like even like, I just like my kids. Yeah. I just like my husband. I just yeah. like my neighbor. You know, yeah. there's not really love because yeah. we're, because we're always running on empty. Mm-hmm. And so we just, we end up operating in this place of a like. Yeah. We would say that. We'll say love. <laughs> right. I really like you. Like your husband's like, I love you so much. I really like you. I, I like you a lot. <laughs> Our words may be saying love, but I think a lot of times in our actions, it is like, and if yeah. that's what's happening to the people that are in our lives that we see and touch and interact with on a daily basis, then, then that is a reflection of what's happening inside, inside yeah. between us and the father. Mm-hmm. So we need his love. Yeah. And I think that that's the, the biggest reminder for me. is like, I have to spend time saying Jesus, you know, father, Holy spirit, fill me with the love of God. Fill me with yeah. your love. And through your love, I can give you back love, but I also have love to give to everyone around me, everyone that's in my sphere of influence. Yeah. And man, that's powerful. Super powerful. Mm-hmm. And it comes from this, this place of obedience. Mm-hmm. That's what we were talking about to what we were talking about earlier is that we may lack understanding, but when we obey, we obey from a place of love. Yeah. And that's the difference between religion and relationship. Religion yeah. is obey the rules. Relationship is love the rule giver. Yeah. Right. And when we do that, when we fall into that place of, mm-hmm. okay, I love you. I will keep your ways. I will mm-hmm. keep your word. It's this beautiful overflow to all these other areas, all yeah. these other roles, all these other things, mm-hmm. people. It's the only role that actually matters. It's the yeah. only thing that actually matters is just being a lover of God. Yeah. When this becomes our lifestyle, people are drawn to us. People can see the difference between human life and God's love. Yeah. And so if you want to draw people and point people to the father, be filled with his love, because I will guarantee you that's when people start looking at you a little funny, like what she got going on. I feel like when my first priority becomes being a lover of God, other things fall into place. Yes. And what I, what I'm sensing as we're talking about this in my own heart is I feel space. I feel like space in my heart for like, for that love, but also for the overflow of that. Mm -hmm. And it just, it just frees things up. I think I'm not having to worry about all those other things. All I'm focusing on is being a lover of God and then just walking out my life. And it, free flows from there. It makes sense. And it all goes back to trusting God because he says, I made you and I didn't make you to carry the weight of everything in your life. I made you to be able to have success in everything, but that all comes through making me and loving me preeminent. That is what Jesus said. That is the highest command. He didn't say the highest command is to be the best mom in the world. He didn't say the highest command is to be the best wife in the world. All good things. None yeah, of them. None of them are improper. Obviously, I'm supposed to care about my children. So that's not what I'm saying. Because even Jesus said, "This is a harsh scripture," but He said, "If you love your kids more than me, you're not worthy of me." Yeah. But what I'm saying is, who's got them? Right. God. God has the them. only one who actually has them. <laughs> I don't have my kids. Are you kidding me? I'm doing my best, but at the end of the day, it's like if Jesus doesn't come through for them and and they don't get, re, you know, introduced to Jesus, then they can't save her kids. Yeah. I cannot save my children. But it's, but un- people but don't again, want to admit that. Right. And that's the thing. I mean, like, it all comes out to that. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. There are certain scriptures that make us uncomfortable yeah. and we don't actually want to fully understand or embrace what they mean. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is if we are following scripture, 
then we take it all out and yeah. Jesus is Jesus is there. And that's it. And he's got us. He said, deny your mother. Yeah. Deny your father. I know. Take up your cross. And follow follow me. me. Yeah. He did. That is not That's not how run around like a chicken with your head cut <laughs> its head cut off and stress yourself out because you're taking care of everybody else. Yeah. That is love me yeah. only. Yeah. And when we love him, because he is love, everything else will follow yeah. and fall into place. Yeah. But he has to have preeminence. He, he has to be first. He does. Does God want us to be a great mom and wife? Of course. But he said the highest command is to love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind, all of your strength. Yeah. When we do that, when we trust him, everything else will overflow from that. Yeah. And that's where that's where I want to live. But here's the kicker in all of this. And this is the point that we're trying to make with a lot of other words. <laughs> Even in loving God, we cannot do that without him. No. We cannot strive. Yes. We cannot attain it on our own. That's right. It is posturing our hearts before him Mm -hmm. and saying, fill me with your love. Yeah. I heard it said once upon a time that if you ever feel in your heart, like if you ever are praying or feel that urge in your heart to say, Jesus, I love you. Father, I love you. That to to just add one word and to say, I love you too. Mm -hmm. It's a response that he's whispering to us and saying, I love you because we can't love. He loved us first. Mm -hmm. We love because he first loved us. So just adding that word, I love you too. Mm -hmm. Jesus, I love you too. And it becomes a conversation. Yeah. And we're recognizing if my spirit is responding, wanting to respond, he said something first. Mm -hmm. He loved me first. That's right. And I think that's beautiful. It is. It's the importance of remembering God actually loves us and he wants to pour his love into us, but he wants to be invited into our hearts. He will never force his way in. We have to invite him. It's a posturing of our hearts to say, God, fill me with your love. Fill me with the essence of who you are because you are love. And just, that's such an honoring place too. Like honor means make a space for you're talking about space. Like it's saying, God, this space inside of me, my soul, my heart, and my mind, they were made for your love. And so I honor you and I invite you to fill me, make me a receptacle of your love. And wow, it will change our lives. And to tie it all up in a pretty bow, because I'm a one on the Enneagram and I like a pretty bow. (laughs) It all flows from that desire to keep his ways to obey. Mm -hmm. And from that comes the understanding and that comes growth. Yes. It's all under this. It's not striving. It's just first things first. Yeah. Loving him first. And as we end and wrap this up, what does this look like for you Mm -hmm. on a daily basis? Well, I mean, for me, it just kind of becomes a part of my quiet time. Um, So it can be when I'm actually, you know, just sitting and I'm having my quiet time with the Lord and I, I just whisper, like, fill me with your love. Yeah. I'm I'm available for you to fill me with your love. Yeah. And so for me, that's usually what I'll do. But then even honestly during the day, yeah. God, fill me with your love. It's not overly complicated. Yeah. It's well, it goes hard. back to that Proverbs. I think it's three. But um, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Yeah. That's all we're doing. We're acknowledging the one who is yeah. love. Yeah. I need your love. Fill me with your love. And he will. I love it. Me too. Thanks for joining us. I hope that this spoke to you like it spoke to us. Mm-hmm. So we love you guys. Yeah. Because we're filled with the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Talk to you later.